Starting the film here, and we see the Warner Brothers 
logo. Yeah, always brings back memories of my youth whenever I, I see that logo. There we see Batman there with the sword. He's appearing with the bats, and we see the DC logo there. There we see the sign for Arkham Asylum. And we hear the voice introduction of Catwoman, who's narrating here the first part of the story. And Greg Griffin, of course, uh, as I mentioned, is the role of Catwoman. She's also a comedian and a songwriter. And she has taken over the role of Martin Prince and Sherry and Terry after uh, Rusty Taylor's death in 2019 on The Simpsons. So she's in that. And here we see... Batman here uh, trying to stop a time warp, getting sucked in, trying to stop the machine here by Grodd. And then he finds himself transported here to ancient Japan. Yeah, he's confused. He doesn't uh, he doesn't quite recognize this place at first, and then he sees it, and then he sees the map there. And Roger Craig Smith, who uh, does the voice of Batman here, he is mostly known for his work in video games. He played the role of Chris Field in Resident in the Resident Evil uh, video games, and also as Ezio Adora da Friends in Assassin's Creed, and also as Sonic the Hedgehog, and also Captain Marvel, and a few Marvel projects as well. Of course, also, this isn't his first time as Batman. He played uh, Batman in Monster Mayhem, and also in Batman, yeah, Batman Unlimited Monster Mayhem, and Batman Unlimited Mechs and Mutants. Oh, so he's no stranger to that. And also had a role as Batman in Superman Red Sun. So you can definitely check him out in that. And he's also was the narrator for Hell's Kitchen, seasons 13 and 14. And then we see the intro there, the opening credits for the film. And, you know, I mean, this also ties into Batman's um, training as in ninjutsu because, um, you know, of course, as we all know, after the death of his parents, he traveled to Japan and he studied uh, martial arts and, you know, studied ninjutsu. He studied all different sorts of martial arts as well. And that's why he's able to hide and blend into the shadows so easily. 
you know, and of course people will debate whether, you know, is he really a ninja because, you know, the fact that Batman does not kill. And the reality is that he is a ninja. I mean, a ninja can choose not to kill. We see Japan at night. And he's using his coordinates and he finds out that everything is offline, you know, because this is ancient Japan and there's no Wi-Fi at this time and, and what have you. So he soon realizes, he soon will realize that, you know, the, the modern day technology will not really work in, um, you know, in ancient Japan. I mean, some will work and some will not work. And here he sees the Joker. First he sees him and then it turns out it's a, <laughs> it's a distraction. And it turns out that the actual Joker is Tara Strong. And Tara Strong, you know, she has played a who's who of characters. Of course, um, real name is, uh, her birth name is Sharon Doff. Yeah, Tara Sharon Doff. She was um, from Toronto, Canada. And she has done a lot of voice roles as well. And I'll get into her um, filmography later in the film. You know, as we roll merrily along here. And we find out here that uh, Joker has become a lord here in Japan. And now, pretty much, uh, you know, everything is under the Joker's rule. And we see some martial arts fights, some martial arts fight scene between Batman and Joker. Oh, and I love the little, uh, <laughs> I love the little fan blades. That's the thing about, you know, those uh, Japanese fans, they... Turn out to be deadly weapons and stuff. I mean, the first time I saw that was in um, Mortal Kombat 2 with uh, Princess Katana. And then later on as I saw films and, and what have you, you know, I finally realized that they can actually be uh, decisive weapons. see Batman drop out of the trees there and and of course uh, Batman realizes now he sees the Joker's uh, army of samurais with uh, swords and they got you know the Joker's uh, mask on oh Oh, uses the grappling gun on one of them. Oh, swings him around. Boom. Up and drops out of jumps down and goes away. Hmm. Sorry, I got a Facebook notification there. And 
you see look up into the sky there and or to the moon. You see the Joker's men uh, start to form. You see Batman hanging upside down. Yep, <laughs> typical Batman. There you see a puppet cat. There we see Selena Kyle. And also, just to go a little more into Great Griffin's, um, you know, uh, filmography, filmography here, uh, she played um, Tide, Ty, and Terry, and Rept Tar Jr., Dulce, and Dulce's uh, mother on Rugrats. Uh, she played multiple roles on. Johnny Bravo, in various roles on Oh Yeah Cartoons. She played Gazelle Number 2 on Wild Thornberries. And on The Weekenders, she played uh, Lorraine Lore McGuire, Sherry, Nona. She also played a delivery woman. <laughs> also, various other roles. And... Also, various roles on the Powerpuff Girls as, as well. I mean, she's worked on pretty much almost every um, animated series, including Doc Dodgers, Clifford's Puppy Days, Danny Phantom. Oh, she was also on the Batman as Vulture and also Amber. Mary Grayson. Wow, impressive. And also on Batman, The Brave and the Bold, she played uh, Black Canary, Fire, Batmanga, Robin, oh, Dala, Daphne Blake, Gold Age Black Canary as well. I mean, so uh, she's very, yeah, so she's very, uh, she's very well versed in uh, the role of um, voice, of voice animation as well. And also in film, live action. Yeah, well, those are TV series and also on films as well. She's. Oh, she was also in Justice League, uh, the Flashpoint Paradox as Nora Allen. And here we see Catwoman explaining uh, Gotham's criminals trying to conquer Japan and uh, they're taking over different, um, you know, sections. There we see uh, the penguin. As we see poison ivy. And there's a state of Netsu, Deathstroke. And there's Two Face and the state of Omi. Just come near the state capital. And we 
you see Japan, he's trying to unify the, the all the lands there in Japan, along with um, Harley Quinn. And, of course, Batman realizes this, and now they're trying to find a gorilla rod. And she, he also realizes that Catwoman's been away for, like, two years. So there's a real jump in, in history there, you know, through the time forks. <clears throat> and then we get a look inside the uh, Joker's mansion there. And there we see uh, Batman here, or I should say as Bruce Wayne here, he's uh, traveling as a, like, um, like a minister of the gospel here. You know, of course, uh, you know, in the ancient times of Japan, you know, or I should say more so the ancient times of Asia, you know, um, you know, there would be, um, you know, Caucasians, uh, mostly of, you know, in Europe, uh, they would be traveling you know spraying the, the word of jesus christ and what have you and you can also see that in um jackie chan's uh snake in the in the eagle's shadow you know where they have the guy who um who goes around and t tries to spraying the word of gospel also it turns out that he's actually a um <laughs> he's actually an assassin and then we see batman here drinking some black tea and recognizes that it's actually Alfred. And as I mentioned, Af Alfred played by Adam Crosdell, uh, most famous for his role in Supernatural, The Chase, Peak Practice, and also as Dr. Al Jenkins in the BBC soap opera East Enders. And you can also catch him in the film The Prince and Me 3 Royal Honeymoon. And there we see uh, the Batmobile. And, you know, Alfred has uh, kept the Batmobile warm and ready for him. And, and of course, and of course, uh, Alfred, of course, wants to visit the country in his own time, you know, instead of the ancient times. Though I think he, you know, Alfred would probably love to visit in ancient times, you know, seeing as how this is um, a time of tea and stuff like that. And there we see the Joker's men attacking the hideout. And here comes the Batmobile. And the Batmobile here in this one, I mean, this looks pretty awesome. It's a, I would say it's a little, um, I would say it's a little closer to, um, 
to the Tumblr we we see in the Nolan films, although it's not as big. Yeah, I think it's a cross between the Tumblr and the um, the one we see in the um, the eighty nine movie. Yeah, and there we see the Joker's men using muskets. Uh, muskets were um, brought in during the um, during the latter part of uh, ancient Japan. Um, you know, they were brought in by um, by the by the British. You know, because um, well, actually, well, yeah, because uh, China. Well, China was a um, was. A, well, mostly Hong Kong of China was a British colony, but uh, there was also British settlers as well in Japan as well. So, so they were introduced to uh, muskets and also handguns as as well. There we see um, the Joker's mansion uh, transforming here. And the thing is about um, this movie, and actually the guys from the um, Superhero Stuff You Should Know uh, podcast brought this up uh, in an episode of is Batman and Ninja, is that um, it's supposed to be of a time when there's no technology, but yet we see um, you know houses being uh, transformed, you know, with mechanical stuff, you know, it's like something out of, um, you know, like Voltron or Transformers or better yet, uh, Power Rangers, which is what, uh, I saw growing up as a kid. And actually this is, uh, that's actually part of the movie that, uh, my brother does, um, <laughs> does not like. He does not like, uh, when the houses, uh, form into like robots and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's only a movie and plus, you know, you know, we've seen stuff like this in animated films and TV series like this before, so. And now the Batmobile turns into the Batwing. Yeah, and this version of the Batwing looks a lot closer to, um, a little similar to what we see in the 89 movie. Oh, and that gets stopped right there. And then, oh, transforms right into the, to the bat pod. <laughs> yeah, this is more like of, um, a little more of what we saw in, um, The Dark Knight. We see him right, right, right into the Joker's, uh, hideout mansion. And of course, uh. We see what's supposed to be a, a young woman and her baby. And then Joker pulls, you know, flicks the switch. And the hand's like going right after the kids. And of course, Batman, you know, he's always going to make the decision to save the kid before uh, apprehending the villain. And then we see Bane, you know, as a sumo wrestler there. 
Oh, he stops the motorcycle right there and oh, throws him. Then we see Armored Batman. Yep, the motorcycle turns him to an armored suit. Oh, and he throws him against the tree. <laughs> of course, he saves the lady. And of course, the suit is... Uh, Failing, he gets, he gets booted out and then rolls out just in the nick of time. And it turns out to be a trick because it's Harley Quinn. Uh, look at the Joker coming down in the birthday, uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, birthday uh, flapper there. This town needs an enema. Yep, that's the thing about the Joker. You always got to be one step ahead of him because he's always going to be three steps ahead of you. <laughs> and... Now we're about to see uh, what else the Joker has in store here for Batman. No, oh, wait. Here come the bats. Yeah. Yep, and these, of course, are not associated with Batman. This is a clan of uh, bats, ninja bats. And they disappear just like that, in true ninja form. <laughs> And there we see uh, Nightwing and Red Robin here. Of course, uh, Nightwing, played by Adam Crostell, doing double duty as Pennyworth and as Red Robin. I mean, as Nightwing. And Red Robin here, Yuri Lothanwell. And there we see the Bat Clan, the Hida Bat Clan, and he explains the history. He's about to explain the uh, history of the clan here. Uh, legend foretells that when the country is in chaos, a foreign ninja wearing the mask of a bat will and restore order to our land. Bat Clan, we have waited our lives for this moment. Serve this shinobi with your life. This is the hour of our destiny. Huh. Ah, so Batman is a prophet. <laughs> Lord Batman. 
Yep, so now Batman is a lord. Now we go right through the woods and the trees there, and we see Red Robin, Nightwing, Alfred, Catwoman, and Batman right here in this nin ninja village. And the bat, and of course, Batman goes through this speech. He says, like, they've all, all his vehicles have been destroyed by the Joker, and he now realizes that, um, that he really has to fully embrace the um, the ancient ways of the ninja. And we see here uh, Tim Drake. Uh, Red... Oh, sorry. Yeah, Tim Drake, Red Robin, played by Will Ferrell. Oh, I made a mistake. Uh, actually, Damian Wayne. We saw Damian Wayne Robin, played by Yuri Lonthenwell. Yeah, sorry, I got it confused <laughs> here. And now we go to at night where we have Batman trying to set up a alliance with Grode. I'm oh, sorry, Grood, Gorilla Grood, and he's played by Fred Testaciarak. Sorry, I can't pronounce the name right. Um, he's also no stranger to animated TV shows and video games. He's noted for playing the roles of Yosemite Sam and Taz and Looney Tunes. Uh, he's also known for playing the role of Gosmar and the Hulk. So, uh, so for all you Marvel fans out there, you can definitely, um, <laughs> yeah, so for all you Marvel fans, you can definitely enjoy that. And he was also in Thundercats as well as Dubu Tukit and also played the dog. Uh, he was in an episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars. He played Master Shifu in Kung Fu Panda Legends of Awesomeness. And... Also, he played additional voices on Family Guy as well. And scrolling down, looking more at his uh, roles, he also played Deathstroke in Young Justice. And in a new... Yeah, as I mentioned, he played Yosemite Sam. played Yosemite Sam in the new Looney Tunes. And... Also, on Afro Samurai, he played Juzo in Patreon number 5 and Shuzo. And there we see Grodd going to meet the Joker. Well, does he know that this is a trap for the Batman? Yeah, from the Batman. There they are having a conversation. 
Wow, look at that boat there on the Joker. Love it. You know, it's very kabuki and like. And there we see Batman. <laughs> right there with the setup. And just when you think it's an ambush, the Joker has his men come up there with uh, <laughs> some machine guns there. There's Harley Quinn with a gun of her own and uh, exploding bombs. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's the thing about the Joker and Batman. You know, whenever there's a battle between them, it's uh, it's really much like a deadly game of chess. You know, they're always trying to be three or four steps ahead of each other. Oh, another Facebook notification. And we see the entire uh, bat ship there. And there we see the ninjas. And it turns out the ninjas, well, were fake. Yep, those are uh, fake. And of course, uh, you know, that's what ninjas were known for, uh, having little wooden um, decoys, and or mechanical decoys, I should say. Um, I mean, you could also see that in dozens of ninja films, including um, the film Revenge of the Ninjas, starring uh, Shokusuki. We see Nightwing and Robin, Damian Wayne going to work there. Oh. There's Red Robin. Hmm. There's Gorilla Grodd. And there's Batman leaping over. Oh, good punch to the gut. Oh. There's Grodd. Oh, punches him all the way up. Man. And of course, Batman catches him with the bat rope. Swings him right down. <laughs> I like the look on the Joker's face. It's like, the lights are on, but no one's home. There we see them captured. Hmm. And we think that right now that this is over, you know, they've captured the Joker and Harley Quinn. And it turns out Grodd was only using Batman to get control of uh, the device to take control of the Bat Clan. And of course, uh, due to the power of ninjutsu, they were the back kind cannot be taken over by a mere device. And then we see the bombs. 
of course, on that ship is Two-Face. Now, I like the look on Two-Face, you know. That definitely suits him, you know, I mean, with the with the split face. I mean, we see the pink uh, face instead of, like, the usual, you know, green or whatever face it is. You know, we get the pink face like we do see in the comics. And it goes well with the armor outfit that he's wearing. And it also turns out that Catwoman is also a double crosser as well. She's got um, the the machine here. And she wants to go back to the future. And of course, Rod makes a deal with her. Now we see the the fire is ablaze and Joker goes missing. And oh, of course the ship is about to sink, and then of course Batman is going to stay. He's trying to get the others to get out because he wants to go after Joker here. Of course, Joker wants to uh, die along with the Batman. He feels like he deserves to, to kill him. Lights the match. There goes the barrel. Boom! Goes the dynamite. And there we see the explosion. And we're... We're supposed to believe that uh, everyone has died on that ship, but of course, if you've seen many Batman films such as I have, you know that is all but not true. And of course, we go to the next day here. We go to the uh, region there with the penguin, and we see... One, another region there with Poison Ivy. There's one with Deathstroke. And we see Two-Face. There we see what used to be the Joker's mansion is now being ruled by Gorilla Grodd and Catwoman. And to get into uh, Tara Strong's um, filmography here, I mean, Tara Strong has played a who's who in animation. Our first major role was as Hello Kitty in Hello Kitty's Fairy Tale Theater. And she also had... Uh, Multiple roles in the Care Bears TV series, and also on um, Garbage Pale Kids. Also various roles in Clifford the Big Red Dog. She also played a young Celeste 
in Bad Bar, which was a TV series I used to watch as a kid. Also, in The Adventures of Super Mario Brothers 3, she played Lemmy Koopa and Iggy Koopa. And on the X-Men um, animated series, she played Magic, a.k.a. Elenia Rapsui. And... But, of course, uh, her main claim claim to fame was on the Batman animated series where where she played uh, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Yep, she replaced the original. Um, she played the original. She replaced the original voiceover for that one. And, and of course, in other, uh, and also has come to play uh, Harley Quinn in other series as well. Played Harley Quinn in Justice League, Gods, and Monster Chronicles, which was the web series. Uh, she also played Barbara Gordon in Beware the Batman as well. You can catch her in that also in young justice uh she played sherling roquette negative woman cassie bimke tara markov aka tara and also in wolverine and the x-men she played marrow dust x23 firestar stepford kukos and magic again and batman the brave and the bold she played huntress uh, Billy Batson, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam, and also played Mary Bat Batson. And also played Batgirl, again, in DC Nation shorts. And played uh, Harley Quinn in Justice League Action, the TV series. And then in feature films, uh, she played Dill Pickles. And she also played additional voices in TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And was also the voice... Well, she also played additional voices in Despicable Me uh, 3. And also was, was additional voices in The Smurfs, The Lost Village. And you can catch her reprising her Barbara Gordon Batgirl role in Batman Mystery of the Batwoman and Batman Beyond Return of, of the Joker. And you can also... And also in Batman The Killing Joke as, as well. And now we... 
We go right here to the village where we will see uh, Red Hood for the first time. Red Hood, of course, is um, Jason Todd, the one who replaced uh, Dick Grayson in the comics as Robin. And here we're, we're meeting was supposed to be a couple here. And the couple, of course, is Joker and Harley Quinn. Of course, uh, they've, since the explosion, they've gone through, like, uh, you know, um, through amnesia. So they have no memory. And of course, we see the animation is different. This is more of a watercolor animation than the digital uh, animation. And we see Red Hood here in a um, you know a red basket and you know and he has like guns and stuff in a in a in a robe and oh bitch slaps her and he plans on uh, killing the both of them oh beating the shit out of them. Hmm. And Yuri Lothwall, who, uh, who's the voice here, um, he is known for his role as, uh, Ben Tyson in Ben 10. Uh, he was also uh, Suzuki Yuichi and Naruto. He played Jinsoki in Afro Samurai. Uh, he also was um, Peter Parker and Spider-Man in um, Insomniac Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Moore. Morals as well. And he is uh, married to his wife, Tara Platt, where they produce uh, several feature films and live action movies. And she's also done some work herself in video games and films. Of course, uh, Batman shows up and prevents Red Hood from killing. And, of course, uh, Joker and Harley Quinn, they believe that they are you know, farmers and, you know, small village, yeah, small village farmers, and, you know, that's pretty, and of course, in the smaller villages in uh, ancient Japan, you know, I mean, there was a lot of farmers, and they would just plant gardens, and what have you, and it's because of those uh, gardens that they developed a lot of the um, Japanese martial arts weapons that you see today, uh, a lot of those were farming tools 
um, that would go on to become weapons to combat the samurai sword, including um, the nunchucks, um, the size, and you know the you know the bow staff. You know, especially the nunchucks. The nunchucks were um, used to whack beans, and the nunchucks, of course, were made famous by Bruce Lee in the films um, *The Chinese Connection*, *Way of the Dragon*, *Enter the*, and of course *Enter the Dragon*. And of course, uh, before I saw Bruce Lee, the first time I saw the nunchucks were in uh, *Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles*. Uh, the live both the live action films and the cartoon series and of course the size uh they were made famous um more famous by electra in the uh, daredevil comic books and there we see blood coming from the joker's nose and we hear the laugh meaning that his memory is coming back and soon danger will be upon them Then we cut to one month later. And we see that Grodd here has uh, completed the machine. And now he's in total control. And there we see the, uh, the mansion here. You know, it's total machinery. You know, we see it moving here. This is like a, a machine on a tank here. And again, uh, my brother did not like like this. My brother, um, you know, loved Batman Ninja. You know, my brother Wayne Tuckle, which, by the way, shout out to him. Uh, I actually showed this to him when I got it on Blu-ray. I brought it over the house and we watched it. And he was not particularly a fan of this part of the film, as we see the the penguin here with his um with his penguins, his birds, and we see poison ivy there. We see all the bad guys getting together. Um, the houses now turn into machines, and you know he wasn't particularly a fan of it. I didn't mind it as much. You know, at the end of the day, it's only a movie and. And like I said, we've seen stuff like this happen. Huh. There we see um, two faces <laughs> house there, looking like a big old spider. And there we see uh, Batman, you know, drinking from the tea, and we see the rest of the Bat family there, you know, along with Alfred and Will Friddle. I mean, uh, he's had a, um, you know, he's had a tremendous career in the uh, Batman universe, as well as um, he's had more career in animation in the Batman universe than as. Um, than in, than in um, live action films, and also he played the voice of uh, Deadpool in ult in the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, TV series. Uh, he also 
played Ron Stoppable in Kim Possible as well. And there we see all the uh, ancient weapons there. And there we see Batman. He says, I am no longer the Batman. I will be what the Bat Clan calls me. I will be their prophecy. I'll be the legendary ninja who will bring peace to their land. I will be Sengoku Batman. And there we see him there with the samurai gear, you know, the what have you, and you see him riding on the horse. Uh, ninjas, uh, you know, they've gone by different names, too. Um, there's uh, Obi-Wanan, uh, which means, um, uh, I think that means, well, I think that, that means, like, Night Warrior, Shadow Warrior. Another name for them is uh, Kane no Gundam, which means uh, Shadow Warrior as well. And Kane no Gundam was the name of the uh, Hattori Hanzo TV series starring uh, Sonny Chiba, who had played Hattori Hanzo on the TV series and in the movie um, Shogun Ninja, and would reprise the role in Kill Bill Volume 1. There's also uh, Shinobi, uh, that's another name for Ninja as well. And, of course, the first time I heard the... The name Shinobi was on the um, Shinobi uh, video game that used to come out for Sega Genesis. I used to have that game as a kid. There we see the castle. <laughs> definitely, definitely something out of Voltron or Transformers right there going up against uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, my, my brother did not like like this part. And we see the the statue there, the golden statue, you know, um, with the multiple hands here. And uh, that kind of remind me of the um, that reminds me of the sketch of the uh, pagoda. That was supposed to be in Batman, I mean, sorry, in uh, Bruce Lee's uh, Game of Death, one of the earlier drafts of the Game of Death, because anyone who knows the history of the earlier draft of the movie, um, the pagoda was supposed to have, like, a, a golden um, statue. I think it was supposed to be, like, a golden Buddha, and we, you know, the woman there. And, of course, that, that would not come to pass, and we would all know what would happen after Bruce's death. There we see uh, Grodd's samurai warriors there. <laughs> and so now Batman decides, well, they're going to take the low road. To literally going down the hill. Of course, uh, Two-Face, he's got to flip the coin before he pulls the trigger. And, of course, the coin decides to go against Grodd. Grodd grabs it. 
by the throat, literally. And then we see uh, Batman and the family go up. Oh, we see the backlighter. Yep, we see uh, four of the backlighters there. And the backlighter, of course, was um, made famous in uh, Batman Year One. And, of course, uh, we've never seen the the backlighter in the live um, action films. We've seen it in um, the animated series, and we've seen it a few times in a few uh, animated movies, but never a live action um, version. Whoa. We see Two-Face and Poison Ivy's... Uh, has machines getting thrown like a sack of potatoes there. And this is where you see Grodd right here going to here about to unleash the machine here to yeah, so this is both a, a ninja and a sci-fi film here we're looking at. Transformers, robots in disguise. Transformers, more than meets the odds. Then of course uh, Grodd he of course unveils his plans uh, with Catwoman, knowing that he's just manipulating them, uh, the villains, and of course reveals that he wasn't really trying to get Catwoman home, and that uh, he was just using her, and that he's gonna stay here and rule this country. And he's going to try to rewrite the history of Japan. And then we see the Joker's uh, <laughs> laughing ball here. We see the poison rose. Oh, you see the explosion. There we see the Joker uh, balloon there. Yeah, that seems like something the Joker would use. As we see Joker and Harley Quinn there, back to their normal selves. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I love that line. You should know by now you should... You can't keep a crazy man down. <laughs> uh, that's true. And, oh. Quinn's got Catwoman down right there. And now he's going after Grodd for some payback.
Elk Joe. Oh, Quinn just kicks Catwoman there. Oh, she's got that big mallet. <laughs> there we see the party straw there. <laughs> uh, Grodd's trying to hang on and oh down goes Grodd and Catwoman of course uh, Batman's got the ropes he goes to save Grodd and Catwoman There we see Landgrog down, and, and of course Catwoman. And we're about to see um, Catwoman about to join um, Batman in a while. And now we see Joker taking control once again. <clears throat> And now he's uniting the criminals of Gotham to become one. And there we hear an up-tempo Japanese song. Yeah, I don't know the name of this song, but it sounds like something you would hear in a Japanese uh, anime series. Um, sounds like something you would have heard in... Um, You know, it sounds like something you probably would have heard on Pokemon or t or maybe um, Baki the Grappler or something. T and I love the little uh, how they put the Joker's um, you know balloon and right on top of there. Yeah. More Joker. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And actually, the Joker's, uh, balloon you know face here almost reminds me of um you know the the little balloon in um in batman 89 when you know the when the joker has the parade and you know it turns out the balloon has uh you know the smilex gas you see robin um hanging on to that little monkey friend of his He's about to get squashed, but then Grode comes in and stops it. Well, yep. So now Grode is once again aligning himself with Batman. You know, it really goes into the um, the Shakespearean um, saying, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah. And we see that Grode is... Uh, is really hurt really bad. 
Darcy Hansen, the uh, the flute here for the Army of Monkeys. And he hands it to Batman to tells him to use him to defeat the Joker. Of course, uh, the monkey, of course, his name is Monkey Chick. Chick? <clears throat> See a Joker uh, sleeping on the job. And we see the monkeys. Okay. And you see the flute playing there. Yep, there's millions and millions of monkeys. Now they're crawling right up the Joker's uh, <laughs> the Joker's uh, robot machine. There, <laughs> she's trying to shake him, to shake him off. Oh, and there's Monkey's uh, wife or girlfriend. Never really established who she is. All I know is that they're lovers. And they're both playing the flute here. And the monkeys they swarm together, and now they're they form their own little uh, <laughs> gigantic. Well, not really a robot, just a form of monkeys here. There we see the missile. And, oh! They go out there. The missile misses. And of course, uh, monkeys uh, play a very important part in um, martial arts, uh, especially, uh, specifically Chinese martial arts. Uh, there's um, monkey kung fu, mad monkey kung fu, um, and of course, uh, drunken monkey. And of course, uh, you can see that in Mad Monkey uh, Kung Fu, which is an old Shaw Brothers film. And of course, uh, drunken monkey, which is used in Jackie Chan's, um, you know, drunken master and of course, Drunken Master 2, a.k.a. Legend of the Drunken Master. And there we see the Bat Family trying to storm the castle here. And there we see the machine rise again. see Harley at the machines. And we see the monkeys guiding them. Oh. They duck down. I 
right there from the blast. Of course, they're being shielded by the monkeys. Some of the monkeys, of course, have died from the blast, and here come the bats. And there you see the Rainer of the, the Bat Ninja Clan there. And you see the Joker trying to shoo him away here. And there we see the forming of the bat signal. I love that part right there. And they go around right on top of the, the monkeys, swarming around him. And we see like a giant forming of a t statue of Batman there. Yep, trying to look like the Bat-God. And Joker lays out a fire. And of course, Bat God of <laughs> Blast right through. There's the Bat Family. And then see about to be a collision and boom! The fists collide. That destroys the Joker's <laughs> machine. See a little bat dagger there. And here comes Batman. There we see now Nightwing going up against Penguin. He's got these bamboo sticks he's using as Kali uh, sticks. Now we got Red Hood against Deathstroke. And Red Robin against Two-Face. Poison Ivy against Robin. Damian Wayne. Hmm. Hmm. And there we see Joker explaining himself of, you know, hypnotizing himself so he could uh, make his escape.
we see a flashback to how he did it. So you have to be planning to see him like grow something beautiful. To, it's good to return to the land of blood. Oh, sorry. To, yeah, a little light there on the sub. Reading the subtitles there. Hmm. No. So it's a flower there. about to see the, the battle here between Joker and Batman. Oh. As well as the battle between Catwoman and Harley Quinn. Ooh. Oh, I love that move there that uh, Red Hood does with the gun. There see a sword showdown between Ivy and Robin. Oh, you see Catwoman using the cat claw, you know, the dangerous claw weapons there against Ivy's uh, little mallet yep that famous uh, mallet of hers that she uses hmm. oh she licks her face <laughs> there we see more of the monkeys and the bats there storming the castle yep and the monkeys get inside Oh, and they're breaking apart the machine. Oh, oh elbow by Catwoman. Windmill kick. She says, keep your tongue to yourself. Oh, right into the electrical wires. Boom. goes walking off limping there we see the castle falling down well, it's still standing a little bit so we're about to see the showdown here Batman and Joker and like any other ninja and samurai film it's about to be with swords
Here we go. Batman takes out his sword. Bang. Yeah, I love this. You know, I just, you know, I just love how the final showdown is with their swords here. I mean, this is like really traditional Japanese right here. You know, I mean, this is like uh, definitely something um, you would have seen, um, you know, in the in the old school uh, samurai films. You know, like um, you know, Lone Wolf and Cub and you know, Hanzo the Razor and also Lady Snowblood as well. And, oh, there's the clanging right there. And of course, Joker talks... You know, keeps talking throughout the fight, trying to get in the Batman's head. And, of course, Batman, you know, blocks it out. Ooh. And, you know, that's the thing. You know, Batman, you know, he's very skilled with the sword, you know, but he refuses to kill the Joker. You know, because, you know, even in these ancient times, you know, it's part of his moral code that he refuses to kill. standing right there the sword fight continues Ooh. oh good punch to the face there by Batman and we see Joker stumbling back and he goes psych <laughs> oh yeah oh cuts apart the mask there half of the mask Ooh. Ooh. Oh, good clanging there. And, oh, it takes off part of the helmet. Ooh. And Batman's arm is getting weakened. Yeah, both these guys are getting tired here. More so Batman. They clash again. Ooh. Oh, clanging out of the heads. Oh, there's a sword right there near Batman's heart. Of course, Batman stops it with his hands. Yep, a la Wesley Snipes in um, Blade 2 when he says to uh, to the Ron Perlman, you know, can you blush? <laughs> oh. Takes apart the sword. Oh, judo throw. Now he takes the Joker's sword. Oh. You see a sword there. Or a dagger. And it's 
a piece of the sword and it's right at Batman's chest and Batman falls back. And we're left to believe that Batman is going to die. Oh, there are the bats. He says, you can't trust everything you see, Joker. Good manipulation there. Oh, again with the uh, knives, I mean the fans. You see the bats there fly away. Oh. And, oh! Again, Batman using the power of the bats and ninjutsu right here to dwarf Joker. You know, proving that he is indeed, without a shadow of a doubt, a ninja. There we see him using the uh, ninja singles, as we see here, the ninja Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole, like, uh, ninja symbols with the fingers, uh, I've... I saw that in um, Enter the Ninja, which was the first uh, ninja movie by Shokazuki, and you know, I, you know, it's hard to really do because like it also messes up with your fingers too. <laughs> As you see, Batman holding Joker, lets him go, and then grabs him with the bat rope. Then proceeds to pull him up. Hmm. And there we see the castle in ruins been destroyed. Thanks to Clan for his, you know, for his help. And of course, uh, Robin thanks the monkey. And there, he has to go away. And of course, he sees uh, Moni, his significant other. And it turns out they're going to be all right as they look up at the uh, at the mountain there. They all look up at the mountain. And they activate the uh, the engine, the machine. see the bats flying and forming right there the bat signal there's the end there Batman Ninja see the closing credits there and we see it was supposed to be like a like a comic version there 
And this was just a tremendous movie. I mean, I love this film. I mean, of course, uh, go back in um, at one of my episodes of, um, you know, the best Batman animated films. And it's definitely in my top five. I mean, and it deserves to be, to be, you know, because it really is a great film. Highly recommend that you watch it, too. You know, it's just a tremendous uh, animated film. And of course, uh, it's not over. As you see Batman walking through the alleyways here of uh, Gotham City. You see Alfred there with the uh, with the tux. Maxim has the car ready. And we see a vintage <laughs> version of a. Uh, see the horses there. And we see Catwoman there at a pawn shop. You know, pawn off a uh, stone vase, Ming vase there from Japan. off in the motorcycle yep once a thief always a thief <laughs> and there we see the purple car there purple and yellow car similar to what we saw in Batman um, 89 one of the Joker's uh, cars there henchman cars and then we see huh, the Batmobile I guess we say the Tokyo version of the Batmobile <laughs> See the Japanese lantern and um, and what have you. And that's it. That'll do it for this episode of Enter the Batman. Um, also, uh, from now on, um, I'm going to be trying airing episodes, getting these episodes up at around uh, 4 o'clock. Uh, that's going to be the new time I'll be getting these up on Spotify and Google Podcast and all the other uh, distributions as well because 2 o'clock is becoming a little more difficult, so I got to get these up uh, a little more later. So from now on, uh, these will be up at around 4 o'clock. And next week, I'll be doing a, um, a countdown of um, my favorite... Um, Hong Kong films, my top 10 favorite Hong Kong action films to close out uh, the Asian New Year. Make sure you all tune in to that. And before I go, send a shout out to Anitra, aka Sansi, over on Sansierge at Instagram.com. She uh, got accepted to college. She's getting a master's in um, business. Um, do your thing, girl. Yeah, I hope you, you get your master soon, and I'm rooting for you. And that's it. Hope you all enjoy. Till then, joy ging, jia jen, sayonara, soi cap, peace.